0: Stutterbox Productions is a backbone for many of the events that you see in the Midwest, from EDM festivals to late-night hip-hop shows. This company has been working closely with this podcast since the beginning, and we always have plenty of things planned for the future. So if you're looking to plan your next gig or event, head over to their Facebook page to learn more. Let me paint a picture for you. You're an artist, a visionary, or maybe you're just someone who has an idea, but you don't know where to start. Well. Here are the Macalester Hours. I have the solution. Guerrilla Graphics Design Agency can provide you with top-tier effects and production value. Their team has everything you can ask for, including professional equipment and a stellar end product from top to bottom. Head over to com for all of your design needs today. That's G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A-G-R-F-X.com. It's been a little bit. Well, you know, besides, obviously, uh, it's been a little bit since we've done one of these i think
1: yeah i think christmas a, time was it was it the one where it was it the group one
0: what, or uh, what? well that that well the well, you talking about the one that we were just talking about with jackson
1: no no not that one i'm talking about wasn't it like me Gabe, oh, and Lauren? didn't we do a 420 special or like right around 420 time?
0: so you were gonna go but you never showed up wait i didn't go to that one <laughs>
1: it was a good 420 oh my god Dude, did i really We're starting know? it there
0: we're starting yeah it you here. got it you got to start <laughs> it there so let, let me get this straight because i think this is the first time this has happened you have imagined yourself in this episode for a minute
1: i guess i feel like did, i feel like i did do i've sat down here was it just me by myself though yeah because i've only been here that one other time i guess christmas yeah, yeah christmas, christmas.
0: I mean, you you had the hat
1: and oh the, yeah that was yeah. the last time we no, not I was... had the bourbon and eggnog <laughs> exactly yes. yeah, yeah all right all
0: right so the the last time uh, the last time you're supposed to be here it was like you gave lauren and somebody else was it d maybe d and three out of the four people fucking bailed was it but just like, you and lauren no it was me and gabe oh like, oh yeah gabe brought king Serp along Okay. And that's how I met him. I mean, that's a great episode. Most of it's on Patreon, so if you guys want to check that out, <laughs> yeah, go pay for the. Patreon.
1: I really, uh, you should go check out the Patreon. I love that's Patreon. Great. I oh, saw yeah. that just like. Just way, it's a good way to diversify. Unless you want to do OnlyFans, <laughs> you, you can add that to your portfolio.
0: <laughs> I just have podcasts where I'm masturbating the whole time. <laughs> I just have a camera. I'm just stroking my cock like, hello, <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> this is oh the, no. This is the After Hours exclusive. <laughs>
1: uh, have you, uh, do you, are you familiar with, like, No Jumper?
0: Uh, is that, is that That's the like porn the star? It's like
1: the hip hop. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. the 22. So he's got the the Plug Talk podcast
0: with yeah, his girl. I've heard about that. I yeah. listened to him on uh, Flagrant, I think
1: oh yeah. yeah big flagrant is one of my faves right oh, now dude okay. I, just like andrew schultz right is just one of the funniest guy yeah honestly my favorite comedian right now his shit's so good his last special was fucking phenomenal <laughs> and he now it's on now it's on youtube for free so yeah like that's you know, fire i
0: haven't actually sat through and watched the whole thing yeah i i i was I a trip and like I had to cut off halfway through and I haven't finished it yet but yeah. that shit's hilarious the
1: second yeah. half is really just like where he hammers at home like that's where he like uh that's why he couldn't put it on Amazon or Netflix whichever streaming service <sighs> was see. like his, his, the end of his joke because uh it's about abortion so Uh-oh. yeah oh, and, it, and seen- it can't and it was supposed to come out right when Roe vs Wade happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah so they were just like yo we can't do the abortion joke and he was like yo then we can't do the special and dude. then sold it or sold it by himself it did really well too i saw it while it was out i hopped in discord with the homies but then i just watched it again yesterday i finished it
0: yeah it's fucking great dude like that that man's like above his fucking craft the fucking i did see like the clip on the abortion where he's like your, your daughter's really like, yeah. hot he's like what she's eleven. <laughs> like let's sit <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> And that's he's like and then the the line was like, Are we pedophiles or pro life? (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, that's why that. yeah, I think it was Amazon is what I heard. It wasn't Netflix. He hasn't announced it officially though. But yeah, he's like, pedophiles or pro life? Which one are we?
0: (laughs) Well, that man made three times what he uh spent on that
1: yeah i'm betting so he made he, like 10 million he didn't make 20 million because i was watching his mr beast episode and he's like yeah he probably made 20 yeah. million he's like not 20
0: <laughs> i wanted to talk to you about that too because i listened through that whole episode I, the thing that stuts me the most is how he spends five to ten thousand dollars per thumbnail
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: insane. I need to
1: look dude. at his thumbnails more. I feel like a graphic designer could do it for way less. Well,
0: you know, I was looking at them the other day um and it looks like like a painting. Like you can tell it's digital, but like there's okay. so much detail like it, it, I mean, it is well, it's not really well spent, but in a way it's at least yeah. like high quality.
1: And maybe it's just like a homie who has like a specific <laughs> art taste or like somebody that he knows yeah. that he just wants to give that much money to cuz he loves giving away his money. Yeah, well, so he it, has a just, team. Yeah, so why so, wouldn't he put just hire a graphic designer instead of paying $10, 000, five ten thousand dollars every time? Put a graphic designer on your team, dude. Well, because that's the thing is
0: he's younger than us. Like I feel like he's oh, just yeah. like on the high. Well, no, he's twenty six. I'm twenty seven. Oh yeah, me too. Oh, he's twenty six. But yeah, no, nah,
1: he's done so much more. Yeah. Like I, like I get if I get like a quarter as successful as him by like 40s i'll fucking make it but this guy he's something else no i've listened to multiple i first listened to him on the courage and Aid shot show and that's why i was like all right this this guy's something else i still haven't consumed a ton of his content i Me watched either. i watched the squid games so i didn't have to actually watch the series squid games and it, like i felt like it did it justice i was like this is good i don't feel like i wasn't comfortable at all like i would have been when i was watching the show i was like this is solid
0: yeah. yeah, that's always the uh, benefit of creator content kind of creators, huh? They can give you a, uh, a secondary. Yeah. Deal no, hundred percent. No.
1: Yeah. No, like it, it's crazy. But yeah, after listening, just like how much he's obsessed with YouTube, and just like just listening to him talk, it just there's so much that you can take from each interview. Like when you want to dive, I want to make a dive into YouTube here pretty soon. I was talking to him about you before the podcast, huh? I yeah. want to do that vlog. And I guess I can try and talk about it a little bit now, but I want to do the vlog because I'm not at Infrasound right now. Infrasound started. It's like my favorite festival, um, probably just because of how close location it is. It's only, it's less than three hours away. I think it's just a little over two. But yeah, it's just up in Harmony, Minnesota. But all my friends are there right now. It's three nights, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I haven't missed since 2019. I'm like, it's been eating at me all day. You hit me up to do the pot and I was like just about to purchase a three-day <laughs> ticket. And I was like... You know what? I'm gonna simmer. Like, I don't need to drive up there tonight. Haley will be pissed. She'll be like, why didn't you just come with us in the morning? Why'd you wait to leave and just come today? So I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go do this pod. I want to do it. And uh, and then I was like, but I am gonna get the two day tomorrow.
0: But I feel I'm- like I deserve a handshake for like saving you money. Like-
1: yeah, bro, you do. And I like it was a good point. It was like I didn't need to pack up and go up there and just be like, all right, getting it in tonight. No, but I have a good idea anyway. I want to start up vlogging. I want to start using using YouTube more. Um, was like a marketer, you know. And I want to make a vlog tomorrow where I go to Infrasound sound on Friday. I've been telling everyone Saturday all my homies have been hitting me up I've answered like four or five messages and I've been I've been telling them Saturday I'm like yeah I'm sorry but then I was like I need to tell one of these guys that I bought my ticket so nobody buys me a Friday one and feels bad because I already bought it so I was like yeah I already bought my Saturday and they're like well we'll put money down on the Friday I'm like I don't know we'll see but yeah, so I'm gonna sneak up there tomorrow, leave in the morning, and then yeah, take my. I have my my little paralyzed cat. We have to take her everywhere because we have to like express her bladder two times a day. So I have to take her, sneak her into the hotel that they're in, and then go to the festival. And I'm just gonna hang out there, not even let any of them know that I'm there, but just hopefully let them catch me on me and get the moment. <laughs> I think it's gonna be super fucking
0: cool. You see how long you can creep and just like yeah, hang yeah.
1: Out. I think they'll find. I think they'll find me because there's a couple sets. That that they, they they know I'd want to see that they're gonna go see because of it, and they'll probably just see me their mob, and it'll be super cool though. I'm excited.
0: Do, uh, so when you like, so you know, the field trip was like my first EDM okay experience ever, and uh, you're all wild, man.
1: Oh man, <laughs> so uh, field trip this year too, like a, as a first EDM experience, and I heard that at least three to four times. I heard uh, I heard people say that this was their first event, and it was a very proper first event, and like. That's kind of what i made it for um i went to this event called sub octave that was like a thousand people i've talked about it a bunch of times before but sub octave was this thousand person festival had a bunch of my favorite artists and that's like what inspired me to make field trip my first event in 2017. and to see like an indoor event an all-night indoor event sigourney iowa come to chelsea iowa and just come to come to be a two-day camping festival and then have the production that I did, like shout out your favorite DJ entertainment. They ran the lights, they ran the visual, or they didn't run the visuals, but they brought the screens. And then we had some VJs, Joanette um Ano, Ivy Visuals, and Heat On. Those guys all destroyed the visuals. The production was insane. The sound was amazing, top quality. Last Rides and Productions, Function 1s right here in Iowa and Denver, baby. But the production all came together. On the, on the venue, what Jackson has been doing all year, too, for Field Trip, like, uh, the venue, uh, there was so much work to be done. Like, there was barbed wire and shit. They had to cut down trees where the main stage was so that we could put it in a certain place. They've been cleaning up. Like, this was a farm before. So to see what Jackson Brown and his family have done at the Underground Ranch, like, that was amazing. So I felt like we needed to bring something super proper And once the land and how clean it was to watch the production get pulled in the staging the led screen go up by the time we got production up and like late that night like uh, i had jaden out there taking videos and pictures and like putting them up online so that everyone could see it because it it was an extreme level up in all senses like i felt it my team crushed it. We dealt with so much shit with the storm on Saturday cuz that shit was messy.
0: Yeah. Well, that was the point where I left. When it was like I was I was amazed I got like the two hours of sleep I did at field trip, and then I just like I felt the rain, and I was just like, at that point I was just like, okay, whatever, and I just like let, let it happen. And then like at one point I felt around, and I was like, oh no, my tent is entirely flooded. There's like a pool. You and, I, and Lauren, dude. Lauren was like dude, so pissed.
1: He was because <laughs> this is so Lauren to this story. So he is like threatening to beat the security guard up because the security (laughs) guard's like trying to check him on the way in dude and dude i i will say i
0: had problems with that guy too
1: (laughs) no everyone did the first day too well like so we kind of hired those people out last minute because the security company that we that we did have they wanted to put like two security guards per shift and like uh, uh, i'm just straight up i already lost money so that was just like a more expense for like a 300 person event that also (laughs) didn't have 300 attendees so I was like, I needed to cut the cost. So we brought this security company in. Sorry, Jackson. <laughs> we brought this security company in. And, uh, and they, they weren't too bad. Like They were about their shit. The guy that Haley told me, because she was working front gate. She was in charge of that. She told me that the guy was giving the guys a really hard time, but then just like letting the girls through and shit. And just, Oh, like, for real? Yeah, but by, oh, by the, he worked the morning shift. So then like, the next two were chill after him and uh, it was straight and he calmed down the next day too but him and Lauren dude Lauren was like you want check me he's like I already had my gun blah 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 I was like Lauren he's he didn't have his gun and he's like uh, but uh, he was like I already had it and you didn't get it the first time and I was like Lauren you can't be saying that cause then the security guard's like I'm gonna have to kick Lauren out I was like you're not kicking Lauren out I was like nobody's <laughs> kicking Lauren out I was like he already left he has to go dry his clothes from his tent getting destroyed by the fucking hurricane we had dude funny thing about that morning too so i like i got i got like two hours of sleep the first night thursday or thursday into friday because we were there for setup and everything and then i got like three hours of sleep i went to bed at like 3 a.m probably got woke up at like no my alarm was set for like 5 30. so i went to bed at like 3 a.m and i got woke up before 5 30 because i was like oh man i'm late why didn't my alarm go off i'm like oh my alarm doesn't go off for a half an hour but they were like, Austin needs to get the fuck up. And I was like, damn, everyone. Everyone was a little upset. They were feisty in the morning. So, fucking, one of the systems didn't get covered by a tarp. So, that was our stage that opened up. Uh, there was like, that was the stage running during the day at the same time as our main stage. So, that didn't get covered. And we were like, we can't turn that bitch on. So, like, I had to go out there. We got some tarps on it. We got it as covered up as much as we could. And then we had to get the barn stage opened up to put. Every artist on that day. And we were going to have inclement weather all day. So, like, we just had to be prepared to move every artist to the bar and even the headliners. So, we got that ready. And both stage ran all day until, like, 5 o'clock. Chez was on. Cheese. Either one. I th- he, he responds to either is what I hear. <laughs> but uh, he goes by Cheese. And he was absolutely destroying it. About 20 minutes into his headset, we had to call a rain delay. And uh, that lasted for, like, hours. But um, about two hours in... We were able to get the main stage open and get the rest of the hip hop done, and then we were able to run Cheese, Zen Selector, Chef Boyer Beats, a few of the national acts. I was getting really scared though because like the system was only like one twenty-one inch subwoofer, and like we had some very like some really good acts there, Cursa uh, and Kill Bill. Like their music just deserves to be on a loud system and a quality system like the Function ones we had, and the visual aspect of it adds to the whole experience. So I knew that like I need I could get those artists on and I'd be okay but I really wanted to get them because is from overseas and I would have been super sad if he would have had to play on twenty one inch subwoofers and then Kill Bill they're in Colorado but like they're just they they don't do tours this is like their first tour in a while so I was really stoked to be able to finally get the generator working because after the storm we were like, we went out to fire up the generator. We got through the storm and we're like, alright, let's get KXB, Kill Bill and curson in this fucking, le- let's go. Well, the sound guy was like, we're gonna go till 4am. It was like, honestly, it was just a moment of just straight bliss. Everybody was so happy. And then we go out there to turn on the generator and it's just chug 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 And that goes on for like an hour. We had diesel techs there. We had, we had electricians there. Dude, there was like seven qualified people like working on this generator and we couldn't get it finally we found a number on the generator we called a cat technician and they fucking sent somebody out this guy i watched him the whole time locked in all this guy did was press a fucking bunch of buttons and then go and start it, just like everyone else was doing. But he had a certain way to do it. They still haven't told us what was wrong with that generator, because I've, bu- I've emailed them a few times, not a bunch, but a few times, like, what was wrong with the generator? I don't, I don't think, that, I think that we deserve either. That, that was a... Ugh, sorry. I think that we deserve a little discount, because that um, took out a few of our national artists that we paid more money than what we paid for the generator so we wanted a discount and they're just like nah, it was weather related like um, you guys should have rented more generators to, for a backup generator and I was like oh we should have rented more of your faulty generators but yeah so that was a vibe kill, the night was a bunch of up and ups and downs, the weather killed it, uh, then the weather cleared up for a few hours, thought we could get the headliners in and then the generator killed it but then the diesel tech came out, fixed the generator and then we were able to get Kill Bill and Cursa so field trip all in all a huge success in my books like a great um a lot of people liked it i think it's going to have great retention um people are going to come back and i think that it can keep growing for sure i think that a lot of people who missed it are going to want to be back and we don't plan on like slowing down so Uh, well hey uh you know uh
0: despite despite like the you know the weather and shit you, you know you guys seem to you know Get along and do it, despite me, you know, preemptively leaving. But like, like we said, you know, the the podcasts that we're gonna do, you know, never happened, and
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm I'm glad that you're you're fucking killing it, man. I do I do have two footnotes mm-hmm. on my first EDM experience. Um, the first, uh, the w- the women of the EDM festival <laughs> um, find a father figure, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you, what, you what need to they find doing? your father. What, what was it? Dude, it's oh. everything. <laughs> I, I will say, I've never like seen porn in real life. Yeah, you know? <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, one of the homegirls.
1: She was. Uh, she was walking around. She was walking around topless, just like offering people French fries. I took a (laughs) french fry, so... Yeah, it was a little rated R, for sure. I mean, that's why it's 18+. Yeah, no, I
0: mean, I wasn't offended or anything. It was just like... You know, like I said, I had never been to EDM festival, you know? Even, like... You know, you hear about hip-hop shows and shit, and I don't know. Like, I... Uh, The thing about the
1: crowds, no, um, there's nothing like it, like the EDM culture, like the EDM festival scene. Uh, Clubs, you'll get, it's a little more, like, hip-hop-y, because you go down there, and there's, like, clicks, and there's, like, scenes... They throw the shows. They're putting the DJs on. They're making money off the bars. Like the club scene's kind of disgusting in my eyes. I've never been into it. I started throwing shows from the festival culture. The festival culture is different. Like people go to these electronic events and like some mainstream events too. But like mostly electronic. You see a bunch of major festival lineup. There's a bunch of electronic. It's for a reason. This um. This culture breeds a kind of caring, I don't know, it kind of stems off like the Burning Man always giving, like give to thy neighbor or whatever. Like that's when you go to Burning Man, you take care of each other. Festival kind of stems off that. And you're like, you want to, like you, when you go out and you camp, you want to meet your neighbor, you want to hang out, you want to give what you have. And then they're probably going to give what they have. And like, it's going to be a complete experience of bonding between people. And I think you get that when you go to these festivals. And that's what I kind of wanted to bring to Iowa.
0: I see. Do you think you have to dance? you
1: don't you don't have to dance you really don't you can stand in the back i know like i I hang out with producers and they just fucking chill in the back and like my homies do visuals they love like running the visuals like you don't have to dance you can go stand in the crowd you can chill it's a lot more fun i do advise dancing i think you can go get down and boogie maybe have a couple drinks and just like
0: you know hit them with it i I will say that was that was the crazy thing like and i here second footnote do you not get a headache <laughs> Play with the the um, the deep like that. Was I kind think of the thing that the...
1: um, earplugs are a huge thing. Mm. I think that like that's especially even when you're standing, even like thirty feet back. Excuse me. You still want earplugs um at these events? I, I would definitely advise that even over the dancing. You know, I would rather you wear earplugs than dance, but I think you should do both.
0: Okay. Okay. Interesting. A, a good uh, a good note for the future for sure. Uh, but yeah, dude, some of the dance moves—it was crazy. It was it, like you, you see it like in a YouTube video, like a meme, and like people are like actually going whoa,
1: whoa. Yeah. Like so that. you were there all night. Do you do you remember the last set of the night at main stage? were you were you at that one
0: so here's the thing about friday night uh-huh. i passed out at like oh, eight no. o'clock
1: tonight. oh no bro so you just you were well rested ready to go saturday and then the storm shit on those dreams bro and you just took off damn that's unfortunate i didn't know you were that well dude
0: rested. i woke up at like 11 30 and like you know things were winding down and shit like they like i think the oh mains- hell
1: no it went to one. Oh wait to no one.
0: yeah you're right you're right i was still there while it, and like i just went out with a cigar and just like chilled and, and then like I got tacos. There was a guy who made tacos, and yeah, man, I was like, yeah, this is actually my that last
1: set of the night. Friday, it hurts. I enjoyed most of that. I was standing like right in the middle. Even guys, I saw you around. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was pretty hyped about that. That was my favorite set of the weekend.
0: Fuck yeah, man. Well, um overall, you know, you, I'm glad that you know field trip was a positive for you, and that mm-hmm. you know it all it all went well, man.
1: Yeah, the community oh, yeah. was great. Everyone seemed to have a good time. We didn't have. There was like one medical emergency, but it was co- it was like a medi- it was a medical issue. There was nothing we could have done about it. He was super dehydrated, but mm-hmm. otherwise, just like one ambulance call, the cop strolled to the cop strolled through Friday. I gotta tell you that what he ended on. So the cop strolled through Friday. Jackson was hitting him with the facts. He was like, "How about? The, what do you have your sound ordinance?" And he was like, there, "There's not a sound ordinance." And He was like, "All right, let me take a walk through." But so he's like standing there, and at the end, he's he gets a call in, and we know he's about to leave. He goes. Alright, haven't smelled enough weed to stay, keep me here, so I'm <laughs> heading out. <laughs> I was dying, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> no, the cops were pretty chill. We met with the county before that though, and we only got, that was one noise complaint of the weekend. I'm curious, hopefully there's no sound ordinance. We didn't really, we pushed it, Saturday night we went until like 4am, because, but it was during a thunderstorm, so we're like, we can probably get away with it. But we were making sure that main stage fucking ran until those artists <laughs> played, dude. That was great. Shout out to all the teams that made that happen. That was fucking, that was crazy. And I don't ever want to do it again, but I'm glad it happened. It was a really good learning experience. Like, we got shit done. And that, that was crazy. And the people were happy. When I, uh, when I went, when we got the stage running, I went up. Uh, Malcolm was playing Medicine Place. And I went up to the stage just to check if there was, like, sound bleed, if they could hear Because we had that thing ripping. Curse and Kill Smith were going back-to-back for, like, a half an hour down there. But I go up to the barn to see if, like, they can hear. And no one could. Nobody could tell a fucking thing. So then I, like, snuck back behind. And then right after Malcolm gets done playing, I was like, Yo, let's all take a field trip down to main stage! And everybody just starts cheering. And the crowd just all goes down there right after Malcolm said it was fucking awesome.
0: Huh. Yeah. That's crazy. That Yeah. It, it it was definitely a it was a vibe and you know I think the thing for me too is like I'm not a huge EDM fan yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know? I think
1: you would have liked the Saturday Night it was a lot of trap like that's what that's my favorite is like I'm I, I went to my first festival because like Waka Flocka was headlining 515 Live it was a block party mm. and then I went to Somerset like a couple of weeks after and that's when I got introduced to like the EDM culture. But yeah, no, I love trap music. Is where I was going with that. It's just because like, I was hip hop, ba- I was hip hop influenced. So just like you get the, it's just like my hip hop beats on crack, kind of. Like yeah. A little <laughs> weirder noises, like. Yeah. I love that shit. I'm a sucker.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, I mean, you know, it was good to see people too. I got to see Seth and talk to him and his wife quite a bit, and I talked to Rusker a little <laughs> bit and you know, i hadn't met him in person before so i was kind of rusker's a character you need to get is. him on the pod <clears throat> well i have before like oh, over, yeah, yeah, over yeah. zoom but um no yeah 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 next that time he's in town i'm gonna try to
1: Covid, those are crazy times man but you were like able to do a lot it was great for content creators kind of as long as you podcasters really because i mean people are down and just sit there and listen to conversations
0: true true that there is like a quality line that yeah. i feel like got really really gray especially during covid because a lot of people <clears throat> excuse me like just kind of got into it and you would like interview the person who like has their laptop 10 feet away from them and, <laughs> and they yeah, can record them why are they we so weird you know <sighs> like trying to do that kind of quality yeah be, like, that's I can't true
1: this. that's true people who aren't yeah who don't have the media set up for that because then you have to be like yeah we can't even use it honestly so yeah you do have to have some sort of quality control
0: yeah um do you know i think his name is peter schiff have you heard of him he's like a big uh like economist type of okay, guy Okay. i might be getting the name wrong but anyways he uh he there was a there's a classic episode during COVID where he went on because he, he also lives in uh i believe uh, i'm blanking one of the, the costa rica or something like okay, that got you. um so like they did a zoom episode and like the their connection was so bad that he would just like keep talking and talking and talking <laughs> and joe rogan there's literally was like peter peter stop <laughs> 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 and he's still going because he can't fucking see him at all so there's like he had to like pause it. i have to come back to this because this is cringy as fuck like <laughs> And the banks and the Wall Street just need to. And he's like, Peter, Peter, <laughs> Peter. It's hilarious, dude. Uh, I don't know. What What do you think about the Joe Rogan experience as a whole? Are, are you a fan? Or?
1: Um, I've watched. I watched more episodes of people than I know. There's like a few episodes where I'll dive in where I don't know them. They're just such long conversations. Recently, I haven't really been intrigued in any of the guests. I haven't dove that deep. And That's I'm just. Her. I watch impulsive, flagrant. Full send. Um, I'm trying to think. Optic podcast, just to keep up with my gaming. But yeah, so like I watch all of those first. No jumper. I watch like one of their one of their shows that they do. Like I try to keep up with those, and I listen to those a lot when I worked at Aldi. But I just quit. Let's go, Yeah, my last day was yesterday. Um, I've got some other things in the work, but I just got tired to get up at 4 am. But in that job, I just listened to so much. I I worked sometimes eight hours a day, and I have headphones in at least six of them. Nice, yeah, nice. So I just consume so many podcasts. What
0: What'd you do at Aldi?
1: I just stock shelves and shit. Oh, that's checked out people. Yeah. No, it was true. just like a part time job that I got through the summer. They're really flexible with my schedule because I was traveling a lot promoting for field trip. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, and I couldn't find a marketing job that I knew that would that would probably be as flexible with my schedule. But yeah, I found a couple marketing opportunities. I mean, communications opportunity I'm looking into right now, but definitely want to dive more into what i've studied
0: so hell yeah <clears throat> excuse me i fucking throat all the time man. no you're good um not, we the last guest we had in here scott kirkhart he was talking about how he you know is moving into like his you know music full-time do you have any like um you know anxiety or what are your feelings in general about like kind of making that step into like marketing full-time because i'm kind of like at that with my video stuff too so it's an interesting time. yeah
1: so i think <sighs> I don't know. Marketing, I feel like I can easily, if I'm marketing, I'm probably, it's probably not going to be like a weekend thing. Sure. Like I might have to work some weekends, but I feel like it's something that one, I'm going to be able to get done on my computer a lot. And like, and I'll be able to do like during, during the week. So I'm not as worried about it taking away as much. Obviously it's going to kind of take away a little bit of my time for my business, but it's also at the same time, probably going to give me more money and like be able to focus it more on my business. And I still wanna be, I feel like this job's gonna help me be more creative too. Cause even when I'm like reading books about content marketing and I'm like reading articles about YouTube or like Google Analytics, that always, whenever I'm doing it, I can only do it for like a half an hour at a time. Cause then I get ideas. And then I'm like jotting down to Word document stuff, how I can use it on my own business and i'm like so like that always my add just goes crazy when i'm just like hey uh well here's something i could do for my business i can't read anymore because i'm like my thoughts are flying so i have Mm. to like write it down and shit
0: yeah i have very similar problems like especially with the editing and like the podcast like i have like certain projects for like school or like you know business that i have to do Mm -hmm. and then like sometimes i i find myself like bleeding mixing the time between um podcasting and yeah (laughs) this shit i have to actually do you know i think it's a great
1: thing and i think you should i think that you should definitely if you're getting hired at a job like you definitely need to do what you're paid to do but also like always put in work to your craft to show like that's that's what you're truly going to care about and what's going to make you most happy
0: yeah well i mean you really have to just run by the deadlines you Mm -hmm. know you have to make things for yourself and be like okay this you know w- whether they're imposed to you or not you know just make deadlines mm-hmm. you know i really try to be good about like taking a little sticky note and just like putting on my computer and be like okay today these are like three four things i have to do today i and, need like to, it, it works. better
1: schedule i need to get a better <laughs> better at scheduling my time
0: yeah dude your phone man like google fucking google calendar man yeah like, you can just get that and like it it gives you the reminders and like <coughs> it's like really nicely laid out great man
1: yeah my schedule like i've been getting up at 4 a.m on days that i work because i worked yeah i worked an a.m like a.m shift but i was out of there like one at the latest so that was all right but um yeah so i kind of got on a schedule i've been working out a lot more too like at least since, like, the beginning of August, I took a week off during field trip. I didn't work out at all that week. <laughs> but um, I've been on, like, a good schedule, getting up in the morning, doing that, doing my social media work. I've been trying to make posts on the field trip page, just keep that alive, because we got incredible content from Jaden and Gorilla Graphics and AK-47 Media. They absolutely killed it. They were uploading during the event and then had pictures going up the whole time. Super quality photos, too. Didn't just, like, didn't just upload a shit ton of photos, but just, like, picked the best ones from each set that they got and just like uploaded them it was really sweet
0: yeah jane's good shit um yeah i'm actually about to be working with him pretty soon nice. it or not? yeah what are you guys doing um so i'm gonna be editing for his company
1: wait no nah, he definitely mentioned that he did yeah. mention that nice hell yeah dude yeah so That's what's up
0: we're cool. uh we're in the middle of the legal contracts right now and we're Congrats, yeah. dude that's it's what's be, up yeah
1: good. and then i'll have more time to help me with stuff too that guy's so <laughs> fucking busy man yeah always yeah. and i feel bad yeah, too. Me. yeah no i love those guys though they fucking killed it and everybody should use them they need to be more busy so i can get more editors yeah i'm happy for you that's solid dude good job. yeah
0: definitely well thank you man thank you yeah um you know and and you know like like i was saying before it's kind of weird seeing things solidify and be like okay this is like legit like because i feel like editing for a long time for me has just been like for fun and like uh-huh. doing little projects i'm like okay like trying to reframe it into i need to do this professionally yeah. full time like you know yeah it's weird man and like being able to remove yourself from something you enjoy and be like, okay i gotta fucking now nah, it. it's weird i have to edit through an hour-long concert and like you know all yeah. that you just gotta go through it a lot of concert videos that's
1: yeah, not it does suck. Good. Like when you get into it, cause I've definitely had points where I'm just like, I'm ready to leave this fucking scene. Like I'm just like, fuck this place, fuck the people in it. But then I have like good reminders that on the inside, I've got a really core group right now, and we're doing so. We've got some really cool things planned that I think are gonna help elevate our brands separately, but also build an entirely new brand. So I'm really stoked about that. And those the things, field trip, things like that, are what keep me keeps me grounded. And well, like a field trip was just a reminder that there is still what I, what I got into this scene for that was like, I built something like that. And the vibes are great the whole time. It was exactly what I wanted it to be with still room to grow. And that's the shit that keeps me in it. Like, so that you'll always, as long as you love what you're doing off the time, like you're always, you're always going to find love where you found it before, as long as it's not killing you. So
0: yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Um, wild question you believe in ufos Uh, have we talked about this before
1: no i don't think we have talked about aliens yeah i think there's probably aliens i think i'd probably go to far as my thoughts say that like aliens probably have watched us are watching us at all times we're probably like a project by aliens yeah i would go as that far i'd believe like if that happened and they're like yo we're back i'd be like yeah that that's completely plausible
0: yeah no uh do you think they're jerking off to us Do you think they're just watching us and like
1: i think that some of them definitely are i bet <laughs> there's a, well, it just a fetish, depends. Sure. it just depends how advanced they are like do they even still have sex <laughs> or they just like they just have like they're just sexting at all times like if they wanted they just send some intimate feelings like they don't even have to do the act
0: yeah is it like some watchman shit where yeah. they're so <laughs> above it they're like beyond it they're Yeah, like, for like just goes you know. yeah i
1: bet <laughs> some of them look down though and some of them are like yeah you know what I'm glad they're having a good time <laughs> or like I'm sometimes making fun of them. Like "Ha yeah. Austin busted quick again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Shit, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I think the uh, likelihood of them, like visiting is very low just cause they're they, our expansive space is so you know, we have gone so far and like, you know, there is there is always a possibility that we could go beyond light speed.
1: Have we? <laughs> have we been to space? What Sometimes you- I think that like, what if we just haven't? What if we're just like <laughs> here on this earth and like we're actually just fronting at all times, like nobody really has a fucking clue what's going on. Bro, Isn't that are, the scariest thing? Are you on
0: the fake moon landing <laughs> <laughs> bandwagon?
1: I don't know. I've never really dove that far into it. I uh <laughs> I Stanley need to Cooper see the videos made? again, I guess. Um, if I sat down with all the evidence, give me like five hours to come up with a conclusion. I could, I I mean, we don't even go to the moon that much right now. Do we, do we have a base up there or anything? We should,
0: Uh, shouldn't we have a base on the moon? Um, no, I mean, and that, and that's kind of a fair point too, but like also like what, what it's, it comes down to spending, right? Like taxpayer dollars, like, and like, you know, you have people like Elon Musk who are like making advances and shit like that. And like, I think, I think the, that's kind of an interesting, uh, you know, tra- you know, transmission in that in a way. Like where, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes with that because he's. I feel like he's gonna be the arbiter of like where yeah, we well, go. Well, I mean, that's what space. he's talking
1: about. And just, to, I think that we've been to space. Like they wouldn't be spending this much money on our billionaires if like there wasn't a way to get up there. Elon Musk is pretty smart. Yeah. um So like, and he's his like plan is to fully colonize Mars. That's why he'd be fucking so much. Him and his dad, bro. They're just gonna be like, it's gonna be Musk Mars, bro.
0: It's gonna be a, a league of autistics. It's oh my right. god. We're gonna take over the world, man. Be, be terrified. I wanna be
1: nice, dude. You I'm on your guys' team, man. Love on the spectrum, bro. <laughs>
0: nah i hate in the spectrum <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> kind of i mean i don't know i i am in situations where like there's somebody there that's way more autistic than i yeah, am yeah yeah and i'm just like it, it annoys me <laughs> 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 oh, like, oh, man. these these other motherfuckers i'm used to this shit <laughs> i remember i think we might
1: have talked about it on the pod ad that was on field trip but the love on the spectrum there was this one episode where um there they were going to walk around the zoo. And like, yeah. so like, they were gonna be mobile the whole episode. And this chick comes walking up with like, I think it was like one leg, but she like had a crutch. And I was like, these motherfuckers. I was like, they're literally, they have to be producing this just for straight kicks. Cause I was like, why would they pick the one autistic chick who also is just hobbling around the whole time to walk around the fucking zoo? I was like, these guys are bastards, man. I watched most of that show with Haley though. It was it was adorable.
0: <laughs> I still need to check that out. Maybe I don't want to. I, I don't, don't know, know, man.
1: It's like it's it's like not supposed to be comical. It's funny, but it also is it is cute. Like it, it is adorable. Oh, I'm sure it, it would- is it is it is, is, is well produced. But I think some of that shit had to be just like, all right, let's fuck with them a little bit.
0: Oh, definitely. Well, I can tell you from like a production standpoint, like so. We're, our school's doing this thing for a nonprofit called Fight for Air. Okay. And like
1: in it like that? Um, well, it's fight for air. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it, they it's an organization where they do a walk like every year every two years to like raise money for people with like lung disease and stuff okay so it's like you. it's like an event type of thing mm-hmm. um nonprofit deal uh but so like in the creative room we're like thinking of all these ideas with like where like cigarettes are running and like what like we cough up the lung or like crazy shit like that so like yeah, the, the plastic
1: <laughs> bag over the head yeah so <laughs> so from
0: a producer's standpoint you're always thinking of like it, there's always in the back of your head, like, how can we just make this like fucked up, and, like funny, and like I that's feel what, like that's they're... what
1: I'm saying. Serial <laughs> killer bag over the head, like, Fuck.
0: like our joke was like, can we request someone with a voice box for, for a commercial because <laughs> we we're gonna interview people, or you just <laughs> like, you
1: just do it yourself, bro. You're just like <laughs> yeah, that's
0: what it. you're saying. <laughs> we're just like well, just, just distort their voice and post, and just can you just talk with your fingers on yeah. here. <laughs> Really, like Coleman's
1: in the background. <laughs> I Not even talk.
0: <laughs> Not even talk. Just ADR it. Just
1: <laughs> yeah. The person has to lip sync. It'll be all off too. It'll be like super. Yeah. It'll look great. It'll get hits. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Just take care of him in post. That's always the joke too. Like uh, the other day, we were like looking for a tie, and I was like, just do him post. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, That'd be great.
0: Oh uh, fuck! The, uh, uh, did you see the last uh, Stranger Things?
1: Dude, I didn't. I need to watch that show. I haven't. I have not watched.
0: Don't really bother with season four. It's garbage.
1: Don't just. Do you think I could probably just skip over four and when five comes out? Just jump straight into no, five. Did,
0: just leave it at three. Just oh, just quit. Just quit three. at three, dude. And that that was the thing that pissed me off so much about them bringing back is like three isn't by any means a great season, yeah. but it ended on a really good note. Like it. it you no know, it was sad but it was good it was like a mixed bag and then kind of it's like they said goodbye and it ended really well it felt like a good feel good A's movie and then uh, and then they was, came
1: back and they ruined it and then wasn't season four supposed to be the final season but now they're like no. adding another one or something well
0: i think they planned two seasons Oh. two more seasons by but they're me. like we are fucking eating right now <laughs> like strangest <laughs> Things, 17 <laughs> dude they're gonna be fucking 40 and they're still gonna be dude well and that's the thing in the fourth season there was a character who was supposed to be 18 and i was literally like this guy's like our like he's 27 oh, he's like yeah. literally our age and like we looked it up and he was actually 27 oh, yeah. well if you
1: think about it what was the the hundred like you got to think. Have you seen that show on the the hundred? The hundred. It's because they're heard, like, all up the... in space, and then they send the hundred kids down to Earth to see if it's habitable because they were all like criminals up in up on the, on their base. So they send the hundred people down, and it's just like kids. But like those guys are obviously all like mid twenties when <laughs> they when they go down there. Like <laughs> so, it's just like people get casted for older. Like I don't know, and yeah. they probably can't put. I don't know. I don't know what their reasoning is, but yeah
0: well yeah i mean it was like harry potter you know oh. you, you get to a point where it's like you're fighting the age you know they gotta do it like how Peter jackson did that uh-huh. was the genius of how he filmed those fucking three movies he's like he did it all at once and it was like all like you know the post-production process was so long because oh, he did just those ending. all at once yeah i've dude. only
1: seen the first one maybe the second
0: i mean yeah he literally f- y- you haven't seen all the lord of the Rings.
1: Oh man, I thought you said Percy Jackson. No, 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 no. no, no <laughs> oh, no, I've no, seen. Oh, okay, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I just rewatched those last year sometime.
0: Yeah, yeah. um But he filmed those like all, all in one sequence, like uh, back to back to back to back. Uh yeah nice. so that so to avoid like any kind of aging
1: well yeah like probably that. did it released it we're still filming like just for like, that three yeah years, that kind too
0: yeah that too so like just constantly i can't imagine I, what his weeks were like
1: oh and then like the actors after the like they're literally going through a release, but at the same time, probably just showing up to
0: film too. Well, they probably signed on for all three. Yeah, they probably signed like a two, three year contract. And those were
1: huge fucking movies too. So there was huge media afterwards. <laughs> like the media oh, was fucking crazy. Yeah, Orlando you wouldn't even Bloom. get a break.
0: Yeah, no. God, no wonder fucking. What? I'm blanking on names. The main Frodo the guy, I put Frodo. Um, he's from Iowa. Is he from? Elijah, Iowa? Elijah Wood. Oh yeah, Elijah Wood. Like that's yeah, why. Yeah. Like he, I feel like. You see a real difference in like him as an actor between like him doing Lord of the Rings and like some of his later stuff where he's like the, you know playing the serial killers and like the if, did you see Wilfred?
1: Yeah, I remember Wilfred. That was, Wilfred. A great that, was that on show. FX, right? That was the imaginary mm-hmm. dog. Yep. Yeah, that was the funniest. I did watch. Show. I watched the first season of that. I don't think I watched more than that, Dude, but yeah, that that was fucking wild. <laughs> that I was watched good. all FX of it. had some raunchy stuff on their channel.
0: They really did. Well, I mean, it's always Sunny. That's a fucking. That's a classic. Yeah. I mean I, I don't really fuck with the new seasons, but like the first like nine, ten are just gold. I, just so really, much I watch it
1: when like somebody has it on. I've never really watched it. I don't know. I'd have to sit down. Maybe I don't know if it's my type of comedy.
0: <laughs> What's your type of comedy?
1: I don't know, man. I like vulgar shit. I don't know. Um Well I, you would love it sunny
0: then. I mean yeah. that's, the, that's a I mean dude, they had like episodes where they did blackface and they had to fucking oh, God. take
1: down. yeah. <laughs> damn was well, that must have been early on or did they just say like, fuck it
0: uh that yeah no not all of them i don't know but like it, it was it's, it's, so the joke in the show is they're doing a lethal weapon mm-hmm. they're redoing lethal weapon and like they, they mac and dennis keep like switching actors uh-huh. um and then like mac insists to do blackface every time he plays the like, god damn bro <laughs> so yeah when so when uh hulu bought or when all these companies bought fucking it's always sunny they like they took down like you know six or eight episodes or whatever and they took down all the that's wild
1: people are yeah no that that's crazy that they because they would have been pushed to get canceled dude people are trying to (laughs) cancel people over everything nowadays well that
0: was i think that was still like you know, 2000s, early 2010s, like that was kind of the time before. You know, you saw like 2016 afterwards, yeah, where like yeah. it's all hyper. It was kind of in that sweet spot where you can still do shit like that, yeah, for, like um, like you know, like Robot Chicken and
1: like Robot Chicken was fantastic crazy I watch that on HBO Max every once in a while. Uh, dude, that's a great show to get high to Yeah, no, hundred really. percent. <laughs> My girlfriend's like, "What the fuck is this?" Um. I'm trying to think. Uh, no, I wanted to bring up fucking. Did you see Lizzo? Uh, she played the fucking. <laughs> did you Did you see? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, she bro, played the flute. Bro. bro, I was like, I was like, why are these guys so fucking mad about this? I was like, she played a fucking flute. I was like, these racist fucks. And then she was like yes bitch and like twerking and just like yeah and then she's like all right ronda's leaving say bye bitch whole crowd's like bye bitch i was like all right i was like i i can see why they're mad i was like they still need to shut the fuck up but like i can understand why these
0: guys are a little offended by how you played (laughs) the flute for the first
1: time (laughs)
0: well actually it's funny it wasn't the first time yeah
1: yeah i did see the video after yeah it's
0: interesting she's actually a classically trained musician so she like actually had a legitimate performance with this flute.
1: yeah i mean i know that she played the flute. i watched her what was those interviews uh john with john stewart who did the netflix series but he interviewed like all the God damn it, old guy, white beard. Uh, del- David Letterman. David Letterman. So he had a series on Netflix where he interviewed yeah, a bunch yeah. of people, and Lizzo was in it. So I like, I knew she was mad talented. And then I did see the tweet after where she went to the museum the day before and actually played the flutes that were like that, just not that one. So like, but yeah, the performance on stage, I was like, honestly, I was like, I'm here for it. This is fucking hilarious and awesome. And she was like, History's cool, guys. History's fucking cool. And they're just like fuck this bitch that's so disrespectful playing the president's flute like that i was like everyone needs to calm down
0: so i personally don't care about that yeah um but i i do think it's like a red flag for the future
1: (laughs) Uh, i I see that point too i definitely when
0: when you have like uh, this like sacred quote unquote like sacred u.s Thing and they're just like fuck it, <laughs> just yeah. Fucking twerk while you're playing with it. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like shit like on her. Fucking <laughs> Kanye, forefathers. Kanye is about to fuck
1: the royal, the queen's tuba or something. It's just like, how are we gonna one up this dude?
0: Kanye fucks the queen's royal tuba. Did he actually do that or just mm-hmm. he wants to?
1: No, I'm just saying that. Like, oh, be like, like if, be like oh, if step you step up, it's like what's retarded. coming next,
0: <laughs> <laughs> guys. The podcast is over. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> Jesus Christ this is why i need molly here i need molly here to give me a look whenever i say something fucking stupid like that We
1: need some molly here. No, I'm, <laughs> oh, man. I,
0: I'm not you know that's kind of one one of those that i don't really want to fuck with i've just yeah. he- i've heard that the you can have like a really bad like time afterwards because it gives you such a high that you kind of down yeah yeah no
1: definitely i definitely i don't i don't fuck around with molly anymore but i did back in the day (laughs) i ate some fucking molly dude and like if you're if you're depressed i've never been like a depressed person like i have my days like everybody else but like some people really have their days and if you are like one of those people that have their days a lot you probably shouldn't take it unless you're taking like uh, uh like um I'm trying to think what they are. 5-HTP or something. Something that's going to boost up uh, your like serotonin levels after... So 5-HTP H- is like a vitamin that you can take. Oh, and it okay, like helps okay. with... I th- think it helps with the serotonin. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a doctor. There's a rave doctor account that you can follow for that on Instagram. <laughs> but like, yeah, no. Like you definitely will be down in the dumps a little bit. Especially like... Because I always took mine at festivals. So I'd be like rip-roaring for like three days straight. And then I'd come back and I'd be like, oh, fuck. we just crying <laughs> for no reason. Just like cheering up, watching Free Willy or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know you kind of get that with acid too a little bit you know kind of but it's i i don't know i've just heard like molly in particular like that's a that's something that like everyone kind of says is like yeah that drug in particular yeah
1: I acid said. will take you like and while he's like different like it boosts your serotonin levels you like you love everyone around you like it's definitely great in the experience and i think that you should do that you can do it i think that it's good to take it like every once in a while like you don't need to be doing it at every festival but like if you want to have a good time and, like, you want to drink a little bit, take some Molly. Like, it, it really, it makes you feel the environment around you. And, like, if you're in a good place, you're going to feel good. If you're around friends and stuff, like, you're going to learn an appreciation for them that sometimes you don't have because, like, your serotonin's not pumping that high.
0: Do you, Do you think alcohol combined with like things like acid or molly or mushrooms or whatever do you think that can inhibit your experience at all like in a negative way
1: um i think that it turns more into a more of a combination <clears throat> experience i feel like alcohol you're just gonna feel loopy so if you're i mean if you're drunk and on molly you're just gonna be having a good fucking time ready to fuck <laughs> like i feel like that's pretty much if you're taking molly and you're drinking like around you you're just gonna you're gonna be a good time until like later that night if you get too drunk obviously with alcohol but i mean I don't think it takes away from the Molly experience. Acid experience, maybe you're just like fucking drunk stupid. I don't know, acid's really, it's kinda hard. Acid will take you places. I think probably you should take acid by itself. I mean, if you wanna get real trippy and like throw some ketamine on there and really just (laughs) fuck yourself and go for it. (laughs) But I think that, yeah, um, alcohol doesn't really take away from any of those experiences. I see, I see. Ketamine and alcohol, don't do that. Or like, if you're really drunk, don't take a bump of ketamine. But if you like doing ketamine and drinking through steadily, you're going to be fine. But if you're really drunk and you haven't done ketamine, don't do ketamine.
0: Yeah. Well, I would say that for any drug, I think, (laughs) even, even pot, you know, I think a lot of people that have really or bad marijuana experiences, like almost every time they were super drunk. And then they either smoke too much or they ate it. I've had people like eat edibles and then they like they're fucking puking and freaking out. And Mm -hmm. it's like a whole thing like just because they're fucking shit faced. They think it's like taking a cigarette, you know.
1: And if they don't smoke a lot, too, then you're going to start getting paranoid. That adds to it. You start getting dizzy. Like if you haven't if you don't smoke a lot, I I don't have that problem just because like whenever I quit smoking one time since I was 18 Smoked when I was 18, quit one time to get a job, and I've smoked pretty much every day since. So (laughs) I don't have that issue.
0: Yeah. I always have the (coughs) anecdote where we had, when I was in college, I started smoking when I was like 19 in college, like right after I turned 19. Um, And we had this thing, I was at South Dakota, we had this thing called D Days, Mm -hmm. where it it was like a week, basically like homecoming for college. Week long party?
1: Yeah, exactly. So it was was
0: like the 100th year anniversary that the year I was. Where was this? USD what's like, in vermilion south dakota oh
1: yeah i didn't know you went to college actually. i did
0: nice. for a semester and a half for uh music education it was uh. a waste of time <laughs> um really the only th- the only good thing i really attribute to it is uh discovering marijuana i think <laughs> could have done that anyway <laughs> exactly
1: <though. laughs> yeah. wait so what's south dakota like well that was it's a the party week was the party week at least lit
0: you know it actually really sucked because um the entire week the um the a the school, the Vermilion, the police department of the town—like everyone was just posting, like we're out on patrol with horses, and we will, like, we'll basically, like, we'll arrest you and fuck you up, like, stay in your dorms. Uh-huh. And you know they were just really hard on it. So like, basically, what I did, oh, yeah, it was it was dumb. But anyways, basically, for every day D Day, because I hadn't, I wasn't a daily smoker at that point. I was uh-huh. like, I'm just, I'm gonna smoke every day uh-huh. for D Day. It's gonna be like how I party. Yeah. And I just kept smoking every day. Forever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you much. know what? Why stop. I only smoke on two days, man. When it's my birthday and when it's not. <laughs> that's funny. I watched yeah, an interview. Man. He was like, Logan Paul has been on cocaine. <laughs> he was like calling people out. I was like, I wonder if Logan Paul actually has on cocaine.
0: Oh, probably. Dude,
1: that's what I'm thinking. Like, are all these motherfuckers just friends? That's why when I get into the podcast scene, man. I'm going to be, like, I'm going to be real. Like, I'm not going to be out here saying that I, like, do drugs all the time because I don't do drugs all the time. But, like, when I'm out at festivals and stuff, like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm sober over and just fucking, like, sober October all the time, baby. Like, my body's clean. No, I work out. Like, I keep my body. I eat decent. But I'm not going to sit here in front, like, lie to my viewers because I want people to think of me a different way. I mean, it's probably bad for sponsorships and shit, too, but, like... I won't yeah. be out there like flagrant. They're always talking about the orange Tesla pills, which they're like, <laughs> they have a right to be talking about those, dude. Orange Teslas were fucking amazing.
0: I don't follow up enough on like really anything, but like especially like I like the Elon Musk stuff. Like I I, I know a little bit about, it, but I haven't looked at like all their models and stuff. Like I haven't really like looked through it or anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. It,
0: it I you know like we were saying before. It, it, I was gonna mention uh. Did you see that they they? It's like official that he's buying out Twitter.
1: Is he? Wait, is he, he's giving me mixed signals. Dude, <laughs> he's hot and he's cold. So Are they actually going to talk about how many bots are on their platform, or is he just going to buy it anyway?
0: I think I, th- I haven't really looked into it, but I feel like he's probably just going to buy it anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, he's probably just going to say, like, I'm going to fix it or whatever.
1: Yeah. I knew he was really hard on. He had a hard on for those bots. Like, he just wanted to know what percentage of users were bots. So it's weird if he, like, just buys it now without it. But I I honestly don't give a fuck. I'm sure. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm always excited for the future because I love change. I love new things, man. Like, my attention spans is, like, it goes to one thing. And then, like, that's my way with video games. I can play a video game hard for, like, 20 hours. And I'm like, dude, I need to find something else so yeah no I'm always excited for change I'm excited if Elon buys Twitter I love I love pop culture shit like that always, it keeps me entertained I know some people like. I don't like the politics side of it but I love watching just famous people do wild shit <laughs> it brings me joy I'm always like these guys are crazy
0: yeah dude well and that's kind of like that's the kind of the crazy thing about like these last couple of years is like if you really look at it like Donald Trump is the OG <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: And I listen, honestly, really dude, is. Don Don is the fucking man, bro. And nobody can take that away from him. Like, honestly, he's not in the sense like he was made out to be a lot worse too. Like, he might be racist, but he actually did a lot of things to say otherwise and like show his actions proved otherwise. But I'm sure every rich motherfucker is racist, dude. We know Joe yeah. Biden's racist. He's our president. He was locking Kamala Harris as his vice president. She's racist and she's a color. So it's just like it's like they everybody in like who's in office was racist at one point. But yeah, like Donald yeah. Trump, like he, he honestly is I don't know, but Biden's kinda of picking up some shit right now, like canceling my student loans. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> President. Like he's doing some cool shit now, but like Trump will like push through some cash for the people. That's like the first time ever that people have just got thousands of dollars sent to him.
0: Well, I, I, I would argue that wasn't a good oh, thing.
1: But uh I get get what you're saying, too. I mean, I'm down to throw the dog a bone every once in a while. You know, know, like a dog's working hard. It's a good boy. Sometimes it just deserves a bone, even (laughs) at the cost of, like, even if you have to eat ramen noodles for a week or something.
0: But wouldn't it be better if you weren't just throwing a bone, if you had a slice of the pie, if everyone Uh, had a slice of the pie? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be the ideal situation?
1: you would think so uh i don't know why it's not i think that universal income uh, it has to be a thing eventually i think people are gonna have to get a base income we're gonna have to clean up the streets probably like use the housing that's not being like all the buildings and shit that aren't being used make like housing for homeless people like we can have it yeah i don't know
0: what it takes to get there although that is my nightmare um i do uh it is interesting to see like in the way of technology and all that um how it might just be an eventuality. Like we yeah. may just have to rely on well shit's coming
1: dude now. like between the neural link that's on its way too and like people that are gonna take that me. it scares me too i'm like i don't even know if that's me after you put it in you that, know what i'm saying like and, that, and who's in control of it and what do they have control of like if they just want to flip the switch i don't trust anybody that that much and like i think it's really cool and in the right hands i would take it but like i'm not lining up to take it right away i'm i don't know like i'm, I'm a hard man to talk talk
0: into stuff call me call me a little conspiracy theorist hey man yeah and you know what fuck all that fuck like they have butchered the term conspiracy theorist literally all it means to be a conspiracy theorist is to say oh hey there are two people who are conspiring to do something yeah that's literally all it means that like like you and i could conspire to be like oh hey we're gonna create you know we're gonna do another podcast we're gonna conspire to do another podcast that's all that means yeah you no, know for it,
1: real people do and like if you question anything now it's like and then it's just like it's, if enough people get behind it then like that person you can't say that like you can't you can't talk about a certain thing yeah like, well and that's weird. why
0: they should allow the nuance that's why they should allow the discussion like yeah. it, it's one thing you know it's one thing to <laughs> outcry conspiracy theory but still like you know you don't necessarily have to have that conversation but it's better to have that conversation than to just say nope
1: Yeah, no, I saw a post the other day on Twitter. Um, The guy was saying that now cancel culture is being canceled by the people who hate it so much, they're becoming cancel culture. It's just like this weird thing of like these people hated cancel culture so much that they're like, fuck cancel culture, cancel cancel culture. He's like, that's the point that we're at. And I'm just like, that's fucking crazy. And it's all because nobody's open to discussion. Nobody's open to middle ground. Like if somebody sees something they don't like and they're going to post about it, somebody else sees that. And then, you know, a lot of people don't like it, but there's like no discussion in between that point. You need to be able to see perspective. And I think a lot of that comes down to some people just maybe don't have the mental capacity to try to sit there and see perspective like they just see it their way and it's just like they can't they they don't want to argue but they also don't want to listen so it's just like pure hate and just like end it there like they don't want they don't need to discuss because they don't know how
0: yeah and and this is getting a little political but like you know me being a libertarian like that's kind of where like in the back of my head like that voice like you know maybe doesn't work like that's where i kind of think it's like you know, this perfect libertarian society ideal, which I don't think can work, but like Uh an anarcho capitalist society where everyone, you know, is in a free market and owns everything, Uh no taxes, et cetera. Like it is true that like, there are people who just are not intelligent enough to like,
1: yeah and they always push like the libertarian thing because i don't know that much about it but they always push that crazy shit like if the military can have a tank then we can have a tank type shit and that's always what's lost at its credibility in my opinion like it's just like the shit like that and it's probably planted like people probably find these little flaws and they're like well obviously we're not going to let people drive tanks around
0: yeah well and uh um, wow i'm blanking on names i'm so burnt out uh the joe libertarian not (laughs) by I can't believe I'm forgetting this. The woman that I voted for, yeah. uh, I did vote for her because, her, you know, she was a libertarian, so you know, whatever. But like, uh yeah, I mean, you know, I think a lot of people now, because you know, the libertarian party shifted. Like her whole rhetoric of like, yeah, we need to like give people tanks. Like I hate that shit because it's yeah. like because you're just you're appealing to the mass she violence.
1: Um, exactly. oh here's my conspiracy here's again but she was probably put there to take votes away from the republicans <laughs> who ah, had, fuck we you. fucking <laughs> love tanks you. we fucking love we want they want to arm us sorry Donald this this chick knows what she's talking about <laughs> and then Joe Biden's like oh yeah
0: oh dude you want to hear my conspiracy theory yeah I do I think Donald Trump and Joe Biden are on the same team
1: oh yeah probably Donald Trump I, okay, I guess it wasn't a true quote. Never mind. But I remember him like <laughs> he would like, probably was more Democrat before, and then like hit brand Republican just because there were so many good Democratic yeah. party members already. Well, not they, good, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna the, do good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, no, I mean. Uh, you know these people go to dinner with each other afterwards mm-hmm. you know they, they have these they have these dramatic showcases on tv like yelling at each other and then they go get fucking steak and yeah whiskey. it's just like <laughs> how
1: far does it go like what's really going on that's why i don't really care like i'm gonna do i'm gonna do what i want and just like stick to what stick to what i want learn what i want to learn And just uh, consume what I want to consume and, like, just look at it all from an outer perspective and just kind of laugh and go with it. Because there's really nothing that you can do about it. Because this stuff is crazy. Like, the last few years, since 2020, that whole election just broadcasted to just, like, That was just a broadcast, like starting from Trump and Hillary and then doing Trump and Biden. Like, it's literally just been like a television program. And it's so weird that that's what our government is. Like, it's all about views and clicks. It's just like YouTube now. Like, I don't don't know what's going on, but it's fucking insane.
0: Do you think the 2020 election was rigged?
1: I think all the elections were rigged. Like, do you? I think they, uh, yeah, I think it was rigged. But I think every election, pretty much, like if you think about it, has been rigged. But like, yeah, sure. I don't know the voting. Yeah, the weird, like the snake, the Chad snake. It was, like, it was like the Trump, It was like that meme where it was like the Trump's like the steady that. climb, and then it was just like, and then there's the Chad snake, and it's like <laughs> and it just pops up like that. And that was good. Yeah, no, I mean it was probably rigged. Donald probably should have won, but like, I mean, it pre- he, I'm glad he didn't. During the situation, like, hindsight, a lot of people probably wish Donald Trump was, in pre- was was still president. But, like, looking at it then, he didn't need to be. He was causing too much hate and divide, and all the media channels were pushing hate and divide.
0: That's a fair point. Don't you think it's worse now, though?
1: Um. Yeah, I think there's a lot more behind-the-scenes shit. I feel like he was more straightforward. I don't know. Or a lot of people were just digging up more shit on him because they, like, hated his fucking guts. Yeah. A lot more people hated Trump. I think a majority of people were like, so-so. But a lot of fucking people hated Trump. Not a lot of people hate Biden. He's done the bare minimum, canceling student debt. Now he's like, he just posted a tweet today that said that he's going to start releasing people that were convicted
0: of weed crimes. Yeah, he's going to, release like five of them be like all right <laughs> thank you,
1: thank you. yeah hopefully they do a little bit more it's just like how many how many people that they released is kamala hair is like gonna be on the paperwork for
0: yeah you know what they should do you know what they should do they should count all the people that she fucking threw in for weed and they should Dude. release at least that many yeah. if not double triple really all of that. them, right really all of the them but yeah, like
1: all at- of them right off the bat
0: That's really like- bare minimum bare minimum at least do what kamala did like yeah yeah that's fucking raunchy dude uh i've always fucking hated kamala harris you know i love the meme where she was uh like arresting kids and shit did you ever see that No. (laughs) fuck molly where are you god go look that i'll send that to you or something it's a fucking meme it's this like this kid's getting arrested and kamala's just like laughing like like that's what they it all came out when uh they announced her for the vice presidency they were like wow. uh, uh what was it like uh officer officer come on. i think officer, i might have, have seen on. this actually yeah oh god that's they did great.
1: a. she did a meeting where she was like it was like so it was a it was a meeting for the visually or visually impaired so she was like announcing she was like announcing um what she looked like she was just like i'm kamala harris blah 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 i'm wearing a blue suit <laughs> it was just like really funny. i didn't know the context of hers, but it's just like i was like why is this fucking chick saying that she's wearing a blue suit dude have you,
0: have you if you just like watch her compilations of like fuck-ups it's insane man <laughs> have you seen the one where she's with the uh, joe budden and he's like who's the who's the real president and like they try to act like she didn't hear it And then he's like, oh, he's trying to act like. And she's like, no, I can hear you. And she's like, and she just is like, Joe Biden is the president, and I'm the vice president, Kamala Harris, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, is it Joe Biden? Is it Joe Biden?
1: i can't Dan it's broke. so funny dude Go i just recently <laughs> um watched joe Budden. i didn't watch him do it or didn't watch him but listen to the no jumper interview that he did with adam 22 hmm, i'll have to
0: check that uh, one out. i'm not super familiar with joe button just like a couple clips here that's and there. funny though he
1: goes at it though like he's what yeah. i've learned is he doesn't he's not afraid to ask the fucking question <laughs> he really isn't that's you know
0: i like like uh sway in the morning they do a really good job with that too did they like,
1: break up I, i'm not sure i think they did i think i think that that group i don't know i don't maybe they're not i don't
0: know speaking <sighs> Who knows of my man eyes. you know that's my problem is i'm so like into my own shit that like yeah I, I really should like absorb more of these news stories you know for both entertainment purposes and just personal knowing what's going on but yeah it's hard dude yeah there's so much going on too for much r-
1: <laughs> for real no yeah no i'm glad that i keep up though because i'm able to like come in here and fire away at that kind of conversations because when it comes to like historical stuff i'm a person who doesn't dive deep about like anything but i know a little bit about so much you know (laughs) (laughs) so like i can go on for days but like if it gets like deep into like history facts or something not my forte
0: well that's a good quality that's a quality of a good podcast Mm -hmm. i should say austin it's been a fucking pleasure man yes sir. it's been great to have you in uh what uh tell you know obviously you're one of our sponsors stutterbox productions but, oh yeah. Uh, let tell me, pe- yeah let me yeah where can people find bit. you
1: so um follow us on stutterbox productions um field trip iowa i think it's field trip underscore iowa um facebook instagram stutterbox on twitter we're gonna be making a field trip twitter here pretty soon um i'm trying to think there's something else oh yeah levitation jones beard thug They're coming through on october 21st it's a friday your private bar super intimate banging sound system so we're gonna be doing that um yeah i don't think oh yeah john first that's a iowa underground's event he's at platform on the 14th i think next friday um john first snag touch nice and flow are all playing so yeah just a couple events to come to um be on the lookout like i said in the podcast we do have some cool things coming. My team's been working on something that we feel like is going to help elevate all of our brands and start a whole new one. And I think it's going to be super cool. So be on the lookout for that.
0: Oh yeah. Um, fuck yeah, man thanks for coming on yeah no always problem, dude. it is
1: always a pleasure we could always go on dude and if you i know if you weren't so tired like we could go on and talk for like hours so we will have to do it more yeah. often and i won't miss the 421 this year
0: oh you're gonna miss it <laughs> no i said i won't miss it i won't miss it i thought you were already like Maybe. i'm gonna miss it <laughs> yeah. hey please
1: invite me please invite me again but yeah i'm gonna be fried okay
0: i know that is a running joke with you uh not you know not responding or showing up
1: <laughs> <laughs> i've seen that oh hook. responding is bad i'll <laughs> probably show up bro like tomorrow when i show up to infrasound, for sound all my friends are gonna be like damn bro <laughs> now we're gonna be getting it thank you again dude
0: yeah thanks again all right peace everybody have Later. a good one